It's lights out, away we go. It wasn't a hold for very long at the start. Leclerc gets away well, ahead of Hamilton and Vettel. And then on the inside, Alex Albon on Valtteri Bottas, making up a place at the start, maybe. That's Max Verstappen ahead of Bottas, then comes Albon, and then Carlos Sainz as well. Vettel is really going for it with Hamilton. Carlos Sainz almost gets a little bit squirrely, coming out of turn three. Hamilton fighting Sebastian Vettel. Vettel pits. Verstappen nearly bounced back onto the racetrack. He got in so hot into that tight left-hander into the pit lane. And oh. away, that was a quick stop from Ferrari, wasn't it? Well, three seconds. He was uh, stationary. Verstappen, 2.3 seconds. It'll be very close between Leclerc and Vettel. Well, Sebastian Vettel was stationary for three seconds. Leclerc, 2.4 seconds. That six tenths might just be what he needs. Has Hamilton got enough life in those tyres to, to really hit hammer time so and Look get out two. ahead Look of Vettel? Two. Well, Vettel's going to get ahead of Leclerc here, and he is. I thought he would. I don't think Vettel's pit stop was that slow. Charles, that was the best things we could do. Head down, the race is long. Yeah, yeah my head is down, and it will be down until the race. I just want to let you know my feeling. For the first time in 2019, Sebastian Vettel takes the chequered flag and wins the Singapore Grand Prix. And a win that, unlike in Canada, will stand this time around. You're listening to the Q3 Podcast. G'day everybody and welcome to another edition of the Q3 Podcast, proudly presented by Sin. I'm your host, Ben Pascuzzi, and I'm joined by, as always, James Worth. Hello, Ben. Hiya. How are you, mate? I'm good, Ben. Yourself? Not bad. Not bad. I'm all right. That's all right. So today we are going to review the Singapore Grand Prix as well as preview this weekend's Russian Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. It should be. I think it should be. But let's kick things off with a review and a recap of last week's Singapore Grand Prix. Okay, taking you through the top 10 finishes of the race, we had Vettel coming in first, winning his first race in in 385 days, I believe. And we had Leclerc coming in second, Verstappen in third, Hamilton and Bottas fourth and fifth, Alexander Albon in a solid sixth, Lando Norris in seventh, Pierre Gasly in eighth, Nico Hülkenberg in ninth, and Antonio Giovinazzi in tenth. And we had three DNFs, Raikkonen, Perez and George Russell. Giovinazzi, he led three laps of the Grand Prix. And that's the first time an Alfa Romeo has led a lap since 1986. And it's the first time this season, and potentially the last couple of seasons, that a car other than Ferrari, Mercedes or Red Bull has led a Grand Prix. Definitely this season, but mm. that's a, that's just a, a quick tidbit for you. It's fact. It's fact. It's a factoid. Not fiction. Indeed. So, very interesting. Um, so, obviously, the race was marred by a strategy call from Ferrari, which they... Yeah, it's kind of dog. ...pitted uh, Sebastian Vettel earlier, ahead of... And then they, and then they come out and say, we have Charlotte no Clue. number one driver. Yeah. Hmm. Very interesting. So, okay. yeah, they pitted him uh, about two... Was it two laps earlier? About that. Yeah, about two or three laps earlier. Not great. And then Charles Leclerc comes out, and he comes out behind him. I'm going to admit, it was kind of dogged so, by Ferrari, because, hey, you've got 
your, well, to be fair, they you were, got they your were, boy. They were trying to cover off Hamilton. But you got your boy. But they should have pitted Leclerc earlier. But you got your boy in first, who could make it history, right? Three three maiden Grand Prix in a row. You'd be one of the, what, um, third in history to ever do that. Damon Hill was one of them, and then uh, Senna was one of them as well. So, mm. He could have been the third in history to ever win three Grand Prix, his first three Grand Prix in a row. But it didn't happen because, you know, Ferrari just said, no, we don't want to do that. We've got no number one drivers. But obviously that is false. Um, that is fiction because obviously they they do. Um, and they've still got Vettel in their minds. Let's be real. Yeah. Oh, well, what can you do? Um, so other than that, uh, that was obviously the major, major talking point. Vettel didn't look too race. happy when he won. When he won, because I think he knew the circumstances that he won it in. He was just like he knew it? that he, he got he essentially got it received to him. But yeah. to be fair, Vettel does deserve it. Uh, he obviously was very. He's a bean. No, he's not. You're a bean. Um, <laughs> he was very close to claiming what what Grand Prix was it where he did the move? Was it? It wasn't Monza. It was um. Uh, on Hamilton when he ran him, pushed him wide. I can see the. I can see the corner. What race is that? It's Bar- No, it's not Barcelona. It's... Was it this season? Yeah, don't you remember? We talked about it. He got uh, the penalty. Um, oh, Canada. Was it Canada? Yeah. Okay. And he pushed him off. Yeah, so yeah. he pushed him off and then he copped a five-second Yeah, and then, he, and then he replaced the first and second with each other. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was Canada. So from that... Um, was the only race I've watched this year. He, he, he finished first in that yep. race, but he got second because of the five-second penalty. So very well deserved that he's finally got the win. Uh, obviously not the circumstances he would have liked to have got the win, and I think he knew that. But a win's a win, from mate. celebrations, but a win's a win. You take it. Obviously, Charles Leclerc not too happy, but that's a third race win in a row for Ferrari. Uh, obviously, Charles Leclerc winning the past two. That new package they've got since the summer break mm. is and they've won unreal. It, and they've won on three different tracks as well. So they've won on the high-speed track. Uh, in Monza. High downforce. Yeah, high Very um, long track in um, Spa. Yeah. And then a very technical, uh, unforgiving track in... Uh, in Singapore. In Singapore. So we thought they were going to drop off in Singapore. A lot of people saying, all right, Street here we go, track. Mercedes will come back here. But no. Nah. So Ferrari have proven that their package can do it on almost so good. any circuit uh, that is required. It's a big test this week, though. If we had this at the start of the season... Well, Who knows? Could have been an even closer. Uh, I mean, Hamilton's got this championship. Oh, yeah, he's got it in the bag, but it could have been closer. How many races do you reckon he needs to win until he? He can finish third in every single race and win. That's okay. the start. Anyway, so going through the driver standings: Lewis Hamilton two ninety six ahead of Valtteri Bottas, his teammate, and two thirty one. Charles Leclerc two hundred, same as Max Verstappen two hundred, who's in the Red Bull, and rounding out the top five: Sebastian Vettel on one ninety four. Our boy, Ricardo, ninth. Yeah, boy. On 34 points. He had a interesting Grand Prix. Uh, started at the back. Uh, you know, we, we'll, we'll do it in our talking points, mm. but uh, it was very, very controversial. The reasoning behind him starting at the yeah, back of the grid great. after qualifying. But speaking of that, let's get into our talking points from the Singapore Grand Prix. So obviously we did a couple of talking points in that segment there, talking about Ferrari finally back in the dominance. Um, we will discuss now the last point that we did lead you on, and that was Daniel Ricciardo's penalty. Now he copped a penalty for oh, his, it's just so his oh, MGUK unit 
over-revved because by hit, a microsecond. Yeah, because it hit a, what do you call it? A curb. Hit, yeah, hit a curb. How can you... Hang on, hang on, wait. <sighs> it, it hit a curb. Especially rolled up in. In Q1. Yeah, in Q1. In Q1, and wasn't even his fastest lap. It was his second fastest lap. Now, as the rules regulate, if you are over-revving or... If you if you do if you're in breach of this, which he was, um, no matter the circumstances, no matter if it was your quickest time or whatever, uh, they penalise you, and it was so a bad. back of the grid penalty. So I ask you, yes, and man. I think all fans will want to know, why on earth is this rule written, and why cannot there be some leniency? For example, this was he he gained no time. Yeah, it was a micro. It, well, sorry, it's 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 false to say that he did gain some time. Yes. A microsecond, which yes. is which is theoretically nothing, and this was in Q1. So it wasn't like it was his quickest lap in Q3. This was in Q1. Wasn't even his quickest lap in Q1. Yes, man. So why? I don't know. I think the FIA have got this set of rules. They've got to abide by it. And even though they might think it's bullish, they've got to abide by it because hey, it's their rules. They've made it. And if they contradict themselves, everyone will start questioning if. They're really meant to be in charge. Um, yeah, I I think it was absolute rubbish call. I don't think well the car you got no control in it. You hit you hit a curb, you hit a curb. You didn't do it on purpose. You don't you you never specifically hit a curb on purpose to gain a rev. You know you gain you go on curbs to gain speed on corners like like um, uh, Russia. With what we're about to rev- uh, preview the track, um, you, you to to get to gain the fastest lap, you have to use as much of the track as you can. So you're hitting curbs, you're hitting everything you can, you know. And of course, you're going to gain time with that, but it's out of your hands if your car revs a little bit more than it's supposed to. It's totally out of your hands, you know. It's different if you purposely, you know, like if you've got damage off on like one of these stupid F1 games now. And you can like do like a minute three lap on like um, Monaco or something like that. If you hit the walls, like you're bouncing off the walls, it's completely different to that. It's just a simple oh, hit, hit the curb, over revved. Not my problem. N- nothing I can do about it. Just not fair. But the FIA has got rules, so nothing you can do about it. Very disappointing. Very disappointing. Now, next talking point. So we did talk about Ferrari their dominance. Had they have this. Um, package at the start of the season, do we think Mercedes would have the lead that they do now? Or do we think Ferrari may have been able to contend? Um, but, I mean, the reason why I ask Mercedes would have the lead because in the past, Ferrari have been known to make terrible strategy calls. So, yep. what do you think would have happened if I this package was at the start of the season they had right now? I think they'd be in contention. I reckon Leclerc could be quite possibly second to Hamilton. Um, and if things went his way in the last half of the season, he could have easily won it. You don't know. I mean, Australia is a very high-speed track. You've got all these high-speed tracks early on. So, you know, what... What? Well, you, you can't say anything else, but he could be in contention with the championship. Yeah. All right, I think that's about it for yep. the talking points and our review from the Singapore Grand Prix. Um, I did, though, forget to go through the constructors' standing. So as they sit, Mercedes are first on 5.27, Ferrari second, 3.94, and then Rebel Racing Honda on to 89 points. Yep. In the midfield, 89, and then Renault, 67, who are ahead of Toro Rosso, 
on 55. All right, let's get into our preview of this weekend's Russian Grand Prix. All right, first of all, let's get into some drivers who need a good performance. So, James, give me three drivers who you think needs desperately needs a good performance here in Sochi. Ricardo, Hulkenberg, and uh, I'm going to go Hamilton. Why? I think I think he just needs a dub. I think he I think he just needs that um, first position just to get him a bit of comfort leading into the last couple of races to get that um, to clinch that championship. Because yeah, it's good and all to say that you know you can um, you know finish third every race and then win it. You don't want that. You want a bit of security. So I think. He, he'd want to win this race. Um, but, yeah, I think Ricardo and Hulkenberg do need a good result because Hulkenberg is looking, still looking for a seat next year. Um, so he's, desperate, he's desperately asking Christian Horner to get a spot. Um, but Christian did say um, in what, what... You know how they crossed the live pit wall during the race? Um, he was saying that the contenders are all Red Bull drivers. They've got three contenders and they're all Red Bull drivers. And in my mind, they are Gasly, Albon, and Kvyat. Who else are they going to be, mate? Well, it could be <laughs> Brendan Harley. It could be no. Um, they're going to they're gonna stick with someone in F one. There's, there's, there's no way they're going to bring promote. Could be someone. Carlos Sainz. Red Bull drivers. He's not a Red Bull driver anymore. So what, since this year. Since this year. Because last year he had a Red Bull helmet. Who knows? All right, my top three. Yes. Um, I'm not sure. Look, Hulkenberg had a good performance last weekend, so I wouldn't have him. Uh, I'll still have Danny Ricciardo. He does need to bounce back because even though he did a couple of really good overtakes. He was um, too. He was too. Um, there was one on, was it Giovinazzi? No. Uh, I can't remember who it was. Maybe Stroll. Uh, yeah, was, that's what got his tyre um, punctured. Yep. No, it was Giovinazzi, actually. Pretty sure. Yep. Um, yeah, so that obviously wrecked his race. So he's one who needs to bounce back. Second one, um, let's go with... We'll, we'll go with Hammer Time. He does need a win. Who? Hasn't had a win. Who? Lewis Hamilton. Who? Needs a win. He hasn't won in the last three Grand yep. Prix. And the final one, uh, who will I go with? Let's go Grosjean. No, I'm not going Grosjean. <laughs> um, I think Grosjean can just chill now. What, what happened to Sainz this race? DNF'd. No, he didn't. He, he, um, uh, he, he finished, finished like 12th. second last, didn't he? He finished 12th. Okay. Did he have like a penalty or anything? He got he had front wing oh, damage. That's first right, lap. front wing damage. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go. He's going to go Grosjean. What should happen? Mm. Oh. Oh. Mm. Can we insert like the Jeopardy theme song? No. Please. Uh, I'll go. I'll go Vettel again. Oh, okay. Why not? And I think he needs to... Who's winning reason, this? Reason why, I think if he wins it on his own merit, mm-hmm. it'll help solidify his win from Singapore. Fair enough. So if he flops in the Russian Grand Prix, uh, people are just going to be like, ah, oh, well, Ferrari 100% gifted in that race. He, he's he gone next year. So if he wants to show that he's still got a little bit of ticker, uh, t- tucker left, um, a little bit ticker, maybe he needs... A good performance. Fair enough. All right, team, most at stake. Team, most at stake. Uh, I'd go Renault. They need to get this best of the rest 
in them um, because um, McLaren are just looking way too good. I mean, can you can you second that? Yeah. McLaren are just looking way too good. Zach Brown's got everything going right for him. Um, credit to him because he's done a good job. Um, he's put in the hard yards and he's got the reward. They're up there. They're getting results. Lando Norris is finishing basically seventh every single race. Um, so <clears throat> props to him because it's just solid. I mean, they've got a good car. They've got a good package. Um, they're certainly beating uh, Renault in literally every facet possible. So I think Renault do need to... I'd say I'd expect someone to get like seventh or sixth. Yeah. Mm. All right, my team, uh, Mercedes. Think it's obvious they haven't won the last three Grand Prix. Yeah. So again, even though they probably do have the constructors in in the bag, they do have uh, the drivers' standings one with Lewis Hamilton on the head. They need a good performance because they need to prove that they are still the best team. And it'd be very disappointing for them to have Ferrari just win. Not, I'm not going to say they're going to win every race, but yep. win the majority of the final uh, stands of the season. So they definitely need to have a good performance here in Sochi just to prove and just to say again, look, we're here. Yes, Ferrari are doing well at the moment, but we still are the best team. So yep. even if they do win it all and Ferrari have a better end of the season, it's going to be very, very disappointing for Mercedes. So... That's it for our team most at stake. Let's get into our predictions for the Russian Grand Prix. Who's your tip, James? My tip for the Grand Prix is uh, Charles Leclerc again. Okay, so Charles Leclerc's not going to win now. Oh, don't uh, say that. Mate, every time you predict him, he okay. doesn't win. All right, okay, okay. Lewis Hamilton's going to win this. Good. And then I'm... Charles Leclerc's going to get second, and then Verstappen's going to get third. And uh, Bottas and Vettel are going to DNF. They're going to hit in the first corner. Even though I think Charles Leclerc is going to win, I'm going to stick with this theme that... I've, I've, well, I'd, have I ever predicted Charles Leclerc to win? No. You know, let's test the theory if I jinx him as well. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to predict Charles Leclerc. Here we go. Um, we're going to test if it's a, whether it's a James thing or a Q3 podcast thing. So, Charles, sorry, Charles, if you don't win this one. But yeah, um, if he's listening out there. Yeah, yeah, I'm tipping... Our devoted fan, Charles Leclerc. Charles Leclerc to win uh, Sebastian Vettel. To come in second, and actually not no, Lewis Hamilton to come in second, and Max Verstappen third. Fair enough. So that's my top three. He's done, man. That's your top three. My top three, and that's it for the Q3 but podcast. I I am calling this all right. That Vettel and Bottas will collide. Oh boy. Okay, and it's going to be, it's going to be massive. I it's could see that happening, but that that they're going to like yeah, it's going to be great. Time will tell. Time will tell. Anyway, that's it for this weekend. Sorry, this Friday edition of the Q3 podcast. We previewed the Russian Grand Prix. and It's been a short one today. The Singapore Grand Prix. It has been a short one because it is grand final weekend here in, in AFL Australia. in Australia. In Australia. Uh, so we do have other commitments to get to. If you don't know but, what AFL is, look up AFL Hardest Hits yeah. on YouTube. Just any highlights, though. Just a- anything. Anything. Anyway. Until next, until well, our next be- show. Before you say that, what you can like us. Oh, good. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and you know what? You can catch our podcast on Omni, Spotify, and iTunes. How good's that? How versatile is this podcast, man? It's pretty good, James. It's pretty good. I like it. I it's mean, um. You'd be silly if you're not on it. I mean, ugh, come on. Anyway, until our next show, we'll see you at the front of the grid. <laughs>